we're here. Our, our, our Irish boo Brogan will figure it out. Sorry, Irish boo Brogan. <laughs> he loves when we give him shout outs. So I try to give him shout outs all the time. Um, welcome to Pop Junction, a.k.a. Poppers J. That's what the kids like to call it. We're your hosts, Caitlin Graham and Meal and Howard. The reason we sound so professional is because we have our first guest today, which mm. who we will introduce in a few minutes. It's going to be a shit show. It's going to be wonderful. But Mia, before we do that, I have one question for you. What is mm. the latest on Kitty or Pimmy? Well, um, <laughs> Kim passed her baby bar exam yesterday. So, just, oh. you know, she failed it like two times. And in this new mm-hmm. chapter with Petey, she, I don't know, she's reaching new heights. She also filed last week to separate issues of um, whether or not she's single from the rest of the divorce so that she can be free to date Petey, which I didn't even know you could do. You could basically be like, I demand to be free tomorrow and fuck all the asset shit. We'll figure that shit out later. And so that's what she did. So that's just another nod in the... We, oh, but at the same time, Kanye's out here at concerts, like, making remixes of the song Runaway. That's like, run back to me, Kimmy. Like... No, he's not. <laughs> yeah. He's going off the deep end. Yay. <laughs> and she and so he did that on, like, a Thursday, and then she filed the petition to separate... <laughs> to separate issues um, of her marital status from the rest of the divorce, like, the next day. So. She went to the lawyer and was like, fuck this nut job. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Yay. Oh, that's yeah. great. So bad that Petey is giving her some needed support with yeah. his Staten Islandness. I had a Petey dream, actually, oh. like <laughs> the night before we were supposed to record. Um, Do you want to tell us and it was Petey dream? Was it a sex I dream? I can't remember. Kind of. Oh, you know what it was? So like in the dream, I was also a member of the SNL cast. And like Petey and I were childhood. Why am I calling him Petey? Like Pete Davidson and I were childhood friends and we had had like unresolved feelings for each other since we were kids. And like the whole cast kind of knew and like thought we should be together. And it was because I, I went to sleep after watching that new gay rom-com single all the way on Netflix, (laughs) which is about two best friends. Oh, it's so good. It's brand new. Um, but you would love it because Jennifer Coolidge is in it. She plays like a kooky aunt, you know, which is where she should live all the time. But uh, it's basically like the uh, two best friends. They go home. Uh, one of them goes home for Christmas and brings his friend. And the whole family is like conspiring to get them together. Finally, um, yeah. it's really cute. So I have not seen this one. <laughs> You're like those old ladies in the in the theater who unwrap their hard candies in the front row when it's like mad quiet on stage. I'm, hung- I'm hungry, y'all. We're all going to be making eating sounds today. What we're here for is so the three of us, and I say three again because we have a special guest today. The three of us have been spiritually ensconced in flannel and burgundies, like deep 90s colors for the last several weeks preparing for this episode because today we are talking my so-called life. 
the masterpiece of television, my so-called life. Um, and today we have our special guest on the podcast. She works in advertising. She bops between Brooklyn and LA like a fucking bitch. And um, more importantly, she's an alumnus of Andre's Huddy Junior High School and Midwood High School, Midwood? like your co-hosts. Midwood. Welcome to the podcast, Logan Cooper. Yay! <laughs> Welcome, Logan, to the spinning my tongue. While you were talking about Keith. <laughs> what, what about Pete? That's, that's Keith. Keith. Oh. oh, is that the name? Because we were trying to think of we were trying to think of what the we're name is. We're trying to make Katie happen. Is it called Keith? Is it called Keith? We're trying to make Keith oh. or Pimmy happen. I actually, I don't like, I don't like them together. Oh, I mean, like, oh, do tell. Pete, Pete is my Jordan Catalano. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wait, wait, wait! Is that, is yes! that like a, no, no, no! Stop! 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 Wait. Is that is that like a non-ironic statement? Like you have hots for him? Because then you and Caitlin yeah. should definitely. I do too. You two should definitely. Don't you feel like we grew up with him? I do. This is exactly what I said. <laughs> Which is true. Mm-hmm. I get it. He brings the vibe. It. He brings the vibe. Jesse, he's always showing off his crib. I feel like having. Has, is I feel he? Like everyone, I feel like everyone's seen his like living situation. He lives in his mom's basement, but he's like. No, he moved yes. out. Oh. Well, for a, a long place. time he lived in his mom's basement, but, he, but it was like, but it was like tricked out, and he had his, all of his clothes, like his yeah. entire like like wardrobe was just like sweatshirts, like hooded sweatshirts, but like hung up on hangers, like very official. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is happening? No, but anyway. to Logan's point, that is like the spiritual version of like the the girl mm. in the full sweatsuit, mm-hmm. full full tracksuit, like full face of makeup, like hair curled, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it definitely tracks. Logan, if you can if you can speak to this, like what does this show mean to you? Mm-hmm. You are an expert. I agree. You are an expert. That's why we brought you here. Mm-hmm. I guess Mia, I feel like just junior high school and high school, like it just encompasses all of that. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. It just Mm-hmm. The music that we listen to, the way we dress, just the way that you dress specifically. Oh me, (laughs) yeah. Like I feel Uh, like I feel like you were Angela Chase in my head. Like you are. Oh my god! I did get her in the quiz that we took. (laughs) Or maybe I guess. (laughs) I guess. Do you relate to Angela the most? Um, I do. Except I never got the guy. So like I related to her in like the first episode. (laughs) <laughs> i mean who of us actually got the jordan catalano though you know what i mean like how many of us were in- i don't know if it counts but i had a question i did make it happen oh yeah okay 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 i mean so since we're getting into it like we're already talking about like who i i asked i asked both of you before we recorded like who's your catalano who's your krakow your brian mm-hmm. krakow Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? Like, we're not even going to give a give a synopsis of this show because if you're listening, you know the show. <laughs> um, who's your Catalano? Who's your crack out? Mia, is your crack out? Is your Catalano? Do you think? No, 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 no. It was clearly my Catalano. Oh. Like, okay, <laughs> let's be clear. Um, <laughs> and in terms of my crack out, I don't know that I had like a like a true crack out where the character like winds up 
pining for me as like my neighbor. But you know, I had my boy, my boyfriend. Wait, you had a neighbor friend. That was friend? a boy. Exactly, exactly. So right. would be my crack out minus mm-hmm. the like. It was that was very much like unrequited love, in the, you know. But in the other direction, where I had the crush, did not care that I existed. <laughs> <laughs> Do we think though that it's completely unrequited? Between um, Angela and Krakow. Angela and, and Brian, yeah, and Brian Krakow. It's, it's, it's like left on an open note. That's one of the travesties of the cancellation. True. But I found myself doing this rewatch. I was wondering what their what what their if what their backstory was, if anything, like apart from growing up together and apart from him like pining for her. Because I'm just like, <laughs> is the only reason she's so like vicious with him because he's super annoying <laughs> or like is there some greater like backstory there I, I, personally if I, there are people who show interest in me that i don't have any interest in but i do want to be friends with sometimes i'll just be super mean to them so that <laughs> they know that i'm not interested in them maybe that's what I, she's like <sighs> stay away like, I, i'll be friends with you but i'm not into you <laughs> like um I do that to people I am interested in because I'm an idiot. Or a negger. <laughs> yeah, that used to be my MO no. as well. <clears throat> if I like you, yeah. I mean, treat, treat you like shit. So that treat you like garbage. Like I definitely, I don't think Angelo is into Krakow at all. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so either. Okay. And I don't think they okay. were, I, you know, but I do Danielle think. Danielle was, remember Danielle? The younger sister. She mm-hmm. loved him. Yeah. That was, yes. That was, yeah. that, that was sad that she have those feelings. Devin Gummersall so, as an actor is attractive, however. Like, he's I'm, wonderful. Like, I'm attracted to him. Or I was. In the 90s. <laughs> yeah. With 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 the hair. Yeah. With the big bouncy curls. Because, I mean, his curls had bounce and, like... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had lots of life. And remember how Hottie McCott he was on Roswell? That was the same time he was on Felicity. He, he was, was on like, Felicity, too? But he played a, a a bad guy. He was like a date rapist. Oh, oh, that kind of bad guy. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say he was also kind of a bad guy on Roswell, but that's just because he wore a leather jacket. Like, I don't think there was any other, like, bad <laughs> quality about him. Um, you know so, what I Logan, you said... Know, oh, I no, go ahead, Logan. CD equals 13 and JL equals 22. Are you talking about, like, the They're ages. They're ages when they filmed the pilot. Oh, yeah. I found this out. And we know about Jared Leto now. This track. So, yeah, though, that age difference was, that was a big one. And then. Wild. And then she was, she had to, like, kiss him all over his face. And she didn't know what to do. So he was helping her. That's gross. She was slobbering all over him. What? <laughs> oh. She had never kissed anyone before. <laughs> Everyone should do their best, like Claire Dane's cry face. <laughs> That's great. We should we should film it. We should film it and put it on the social medias. <laughs> Especially in Romeo and Juliet, she really goes. Oh for God! It. Oh, I was yeah. thinking like Homeland. Oh, Homeland, oh, she Homeland still too. She still yeah. does. That's good to talk about because she still does it like thirty years later. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like you have to somehow divorce your chin from the rest of your body <laughs> because the chin like has a mind of its own, and it goes. <laughs> I can't do it. I wish I could do it. What? Like, oh, I, I wrote yeah. down Angela backpack jam sport episode two. 
<laughs> Angela Backpack Jansport episode two. What, what does that talking? mean, Logan? Okay. So in the first episode, <laughs> Angela sports a multicolored like, nylon thing. Yeah. <laughs> One shoulder, just very bulky, very uncool. Then she, we meets Rayanne. Her she meets Rayanne. Rayanne. <laughs> exactly. She meets Rayanne and it's all over. My episode, I believe too. Now she has a burgundy jeans part. Very flat. Very, not a lot in it. Because <laughs> so, she doesn't give a shit about school anymore. Exactly. I, there's definitely something. There. There's nothing in her bag. <laughs> well, they also, unlike us, they had the benefit of like lockers, which we did not have listeners in high school. We had to carry all our shit around in our backpack all fucking day. And those of us on the swim team had to carry our full backpack, our swim bag, and that fucking cardboard carrier of M&Ms that we were selling for like fundraising for the swim team. Do you remember seeing this? <laughs> Do you remember seeing those kids though in high school? who had empty backpacks and they would also like wear them really high up on their backs. Like they would make, yes. them, like, make them like tiny backpacks. Look how light they like, are. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, there's nothing what? in it. It's light as a feather. How do you just show up to school with nothing? Like what? Like, what is that? that and was that what? was the kid that always asked to borrow a pencil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that kid always asked to borrow a pencil. Motherfucker. The motherfucker. That I kid, hate those that, people. The kid would ask. The, the, the kid would or rip out something. For, the kid would ask for the pencil. Ask for a paper to take notes. Then, paper. then leave the notes and the pencil. You know what I mean? Like they wouldn't take it with them. Like they would take the right. notes and just like throw them in the and trash and then leave it on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> or, right. If they were environmentalists, they would throw it out. But if they were littering, they would just leave it there. And the well, they'd leave out. it there as like a courtesy to the next student. You know, like I took notes for you, bro. I'm just kidding. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> um, All right. All right. So we'll, that, was, that was my note about the back. A little bit. Um, okay. I wrote, but, I wrote a note. Wait, maybe I shouldn't do this. Did I just like go <laughs> <this? laughs> Wait, did you, did you answer the question? Did you answer the question of what it means to you? What the show means to you? I think that it just means like my friendships from growing up. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel about it. Cause Rianne and Angela's friendship, we can relate to on such a deep level because. Did you have a Rianne? I feel like all we did in was, high school. Was Samantha your Rianne? <laughs> we would pass notes to each other about the guys that we liked. Remember? Mm-hmm. And we had nicknames for them all and like, just yeah, but like Logan, but Logan, I'm yeah. thinking more nuanced about the friendship dynamic. Like Rayanne, like brought in a whole new world for for Angela. So would Did that I be like, yeah, oh, would that be like Samantha like to you? Like yeah, Sam, Sam exactly. Yeah. I, that's what I'm trying like to get. Made me a cooler person. Yeah, exactly. I didn't sleep with the guy that I liked. Yeah, that was good. That was. And good. you and you <laughs> made me you made me a cooler person. But you didn't like drag me into like bad things. You were like a, you know what I mean? Like we like made me cooler, but it wasn't like dangerous. Some cool. people thought that I was the bad one, though. I know my parents probably thought that. Oh, you're no. going to Logan's house, <laughs> so she can you corrupt sure? you. I don't know. I'm just kidding. No. I was allowed to do more than other people. I thought you were. 
like say more about to, this. But when I you didn't could, like, do more. Well, no, in high school when you got that tongue ring, it was like, oh, here we go. She's going down the she's going down the road. No. Yeah, that was a moment of like, ooh, Logan got a tongue yeah, ring. The thing is, the tongue ring wasn't anything like sexual, which all right, but right, but that's what it means it to, a, to a teenage my, boy. It yeah. means like because we know that I wasn't like there was no Jordan, there was no nothing. It was, it was right, just but, like, but no one knew that. It still added like someone that didn't know you that saw your tongue yeah, ring you was like. Okay, I'll call them right after this and make sure they, they know that when you got your tongue ring, it didn't mean you were sexually active. I was tongue ring from everyone. Did your parent? Had your parents know? Did you tell them? Probably. Yeah. Like, it was like, Logan got a tongue ring. <laughs> well, no, it was definitely more of like the fact that you had more freedoms than the rest of us did. Like you could like kind of come and go as you pleased a little bit. How so? I need to know what you mean by that. I didn't really have a curfew. Yeah, like, yeah, she didn't have a curfew. What? Yeah, she could I, just be hanging out. I just out felt like she... I could walk anywhere. I could just walk anywhere I want. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you walk? I don't know why I have in my head, like, I can go to the bowling alley when I wanted. Oh, oh my no, God. No, Gil, formerly Gil Hodges. Formerly exactly. Gil Hodges. That bowling alley? Yeah, exactly. But this is what I mean about, like, it being, like, freedom, but she never, like, abused it, really. You know what I mean? Like, Right, because Gil Hodges was like really close to your house. No, I just, I just, I just, I just mean, I mean, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying Gil Hodges didn't represent like a crack den. We were all going to ship. Imagine it did though. It did, but that's what's so crazy. Logan's a fascinating study in like, in like freedom that's not that's not that's not abused because like she could have become a crackhead and you didn't logan like that's amazing (laughs) you know like you just honored why i didn't because of you oh you're my crack no (laughs) (laughs) were you gonna call her your crack out was that was that gonna happen oh i called her my crack not oh your crack okay (laughs) yeah because i i like helped you nerd it up a little bit you know i was surrounded by a group of studious so true like, and actually you went through yeah. a transformation because in our in your sixth grade picture you had a preppy vibe in your sixth grade like class photo mm-hmm. you had I a very preppy vibe and then the next year you started getting more into like the claire dean oh yeah it was all about the music like, it was all about the smashing pumpkins yeah my yeah, favorite, yeah, yeah. one of my favorite parts rewatching the show was when, um, when Graham, uh, Angela's father, is like, he's like clearing the gutters, whatever the fuck he's doing, like on the house, like with the, the radio on, and he, she comes up to him, and he's like, well, what kind of music are you listening to these days? And I literally called it. I was like, Smashing Pumpkins, Stone Temple Pilots, and it literally came out of her mouth. I was like, of course. Yeah, it's too specific. STD. Speaking of Graham. Yeah, can we talk about Graham? Because he was like, so Logan sent us talking points before this, we recorded this episode, and there was a a full talking point that was just Graham, (laughs) Angela's father. So what are your feelings on Graham? Well, one, he was younger than us when he recorded. Stop it. I did not need to hear that. He looked way older than that. And now looking back, it's just... God, I need to find me a Graham. No? Do you, do you really say that? Say more about even, that. He's even the best. Yourself? Like, 
Well, I don't. Well, the thing is, now I'm going to talk about him as a father. So it's like, <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's. I guess yeah, he's hard. the father yeah. that I always wanted. Oh. The one that gave you Grateful Dead tickets without asking. <laughs> <laughs> And then she blows it. That and she one fucking, thing. that was so disappointing. Yeah, I, I would rewrite that part. You would? Yeah, I don't I don't like that she did that for Jordan. She fucked it up for Ryan, for, for Jordan. And mm. I, don't, I don't appreciate that. Yeah. Mm. So you want Graham in your life as a dad figure? Maybe when or I was you younger, I did, but now I want Graham in my life as like a As a partner. Wow, that's a very like no. mature... Mm-hmm. change okay he's a good he's a good dad i mean he never act did he actually cheat on his wife no he just had a flirtation he was at the car with yeah but he um he made it clear or like it was cl- it was cleared up that nothing actually happened between them he like admitted that something could have and that he said no. Like it was like it was, an emotion, but you know, some some emotional affair. Find the, find the emotional affair to be. It like, was because she cut her yeah. hair in that second episode. Fucking Patty. No, it's because she cut her. What? Mm, it's because she cut her hair and she's the biggest fucking nightmare ever to walk the face of the earth. Can like, we not criticize no, her hair no. while I'm sitting here with short <laughs> hair? As if I'm going. Yeah, no, 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 Patty. Patty. <laughs> mm. Nightmare. Patty looked awful with long hair or and short hair because she's just a nightmare, like of a human. I can't find her attractive as a person because she's such a fucking nightmare. You she's on the other hand look fly capital, as hell. So. She's also a capital M O M. Like everything about her. I think yeah, she's like, a loving mom. Exactly, who, smothering a loving smothering she's trying, mom. She's just yeah. trying really narcissist. That's such. You think <laughs> she's saying nurse? two different things. Logan's like, I think she's a loving mom who's like, you know, nope. just nope. <laughs> like, this. No, I know. No. Um, and then when she saves Rayanne, I don't know. That was I, I wrote down cry moments, and one of them was Patty saving Rayanne and Rayanne thanking her for saving her life. I loved when Rayanne thanked her. That was really sweet. Yeah, but Patty said, okay, it really, I fucking hate Patty. I'm just going to, anything that Patty does, I'm going to find a way to criticize because I I hate her so much. Um, When Patty says, like, that, you know, that girl never thanked me. I'm like, she's 15 and she had a fucking, like, she basically OD'd. You expect a 15-year-old girl to, like, step up? She's, like, deeply ashamed of what happened. Like, she's ashamed of the fact that you, like, had to bring her to the fucking hospital. Oh, do you, you know when I my Ryan? Oh yeah. My mom didn't want me hanging out there. Really? Yeah. You guys hung out all the time. Mm. So your mom must have been very her disappointed. Her mom, her mom they like smoke pot over there. Ooh. But <laughs> see you didn't but see you didn't smoke any because you were yeah, just Yeah, but like- you know what happens? The Ryan is now a mom with two kids, has an amazing job. My mom wants me to be her. The ran no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a lesson. No, do you feel like um, do you feel like that's something you see a lot? No, that's aberrant. No, actually, yes. I have a lot of friends who a parent whose parents were way more liberal with the parenting, like mm-hmm. you know, smoking marijuana into adulthood, like whatever. And their kids all turned out amazing. Mm-hmm. Like. It's not the gateway drug that we say it is. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. Well, Nyran just doesn't want to be the mother that she had. She's like her mother. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
I agree. I think a lot of people who are raised that way, like with that much of a, what the hell's the word? I don't know. Um, leash you can choke yourself on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, with like that long of a leash, um, tend to go the opposite way and like rail against. We all kind of rail against whoever our parents were. I feel like, but it's really, in- <laughs> but, it, but it's really interesting the behaviors that we're tagging here. Like <clears throat> parents, again, these like hippie parents that I'm thinking of in my head who like smoke marijuana all the time and like are loosey goosey with rules and whatever. Um, I don't, I can't think of any examples where their children abused that. Like Mm. to your point, I guess to your point, like the kids almost like developed like more discipline Mm. because maybe because they, I don't know, but I've never actually had any of those friends of mine share that they thought their parents were like, irresponsible or like didn't have their shit together either so i don't know hmm. well that w- that was going to be my question do you think do you think sometimes it was a codependent thing where like the parent isn't enough of a parent so the kid has to like overcompensate by becoming by parenting them a little bit and like having it yeah. a little more together <clears throat> and right and, and that feels closer to the rayanne situation sort of you know yeah saying, like, but like what i'm describing is not that i'm saying like these are kids who just like had well-adjusted lives and they're you know didn't didn't have to overcompensate around the parenting style. They just had the freedoms they had, used it responsibly, smoked some marijuana, like kept, and kept it moving. <laughs> smoked some juvies. That's the parent I aspire to be. When that I was my in, favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in when I was in Amsterdam the first time, <clears throat> and I was high with Lizzie, one of my good friends from college. She she was writing. Um, in her journal, things I was saying. And I told her at the time that I wanted to give my kids a weed garden as like the like marijuana equivalent of a trust fund. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want to give my kids a weed garden. Anyway, I still think that that's, I still think that that's like a good thing to do. Like, it's, what if you know, like smoking weed? Like, who doesn't I like it? Oh, you don't like it? Like, no. <laughs> like at all. No. Did you like not like the experience or like the smoking or the high? Is it like I don't like the way it makes me feel. I'd rather do other drugs. Whoa. It was a gateway drug for you. Shit. That's why you Should we ask you to elaborate? You've moved on. (laughs) No, I don't I honestly don't really I don't do any drugs. Okay. I don't do drugs. (laughs) We also didn't do drugs in high school. Or at least I didn't do. No. Well, no, I didn't even know. I was like afraid of pot yeah. in high school. Well, I feel like we were raised to be afraid of pot. We were just losers in, in Midwood. I was judging I mean, people who smoked pot us, in high school. But like all of us. Did anyone really smoke pot? Yeah. I we had like, like Amy, Amy, Ashley, like, yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 Big time. Like, yeah. Like, like the Park Slope crew. Why? Because their parents yeah, are the Park Slope crew. Exactly. 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 Jay, like in the backyard. In high school, I was super judgy about it. Like I was like, look at those slackers, like in Clueless, right? I was like, those are the stoners on the grassy knoll over there. Sometimes, sometimes they come to class and say bonehead things, but no respectable girl actually dates them. Like I was like that. I thought they were were losers. (laughs) Sorry. 
And when our friends started doing that, like they would go to some party over the summer and all of a sudden they were marijuana smokers. I'd be like, oh my God. Marijuana smokers. That's how I, no, I also <laughs> thought of them as like, they, oh my God, they are people who do marijuana. Like, but I think a lot of it was like, we were raised with, we were raised on all those scary, like anti-marijuana commercials that like. Those commercials were definitely more about like crack. <laughs> You know, no, no, some of them were like specifically about marijuana. Yes. Okay. So there was the flavor that was like the eggs frying. That was like the serious shit. Like, don't put your yeah, 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 yeah. And then there were the ones that were just like, yeah, yeah. Like, don't yeah. smoke crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there were the ones where you'd see like someone smoking dope or whatever, and then like it would just be like them being lazy. <laughs> <laughs> And it'd be like, don't smoke marijuana so you're not, you don't become lazy. Like, what? You know I, what it is? I think I was too stupid or too naive to know that about other drugs. So when I was really young and I saw that girl like jumping off the diving board into the empty pool, I thought that it was about like not smoking pot. <laughs> I think that's what I thought that commercial was about when I was little. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, well, now we've documented how lame we were. Did you guys drink <laughs> a lot in high school? We did, did I yeah, drink a lot? We drank a little bit. Okay, so we drank yes. a little bit. I can no, yeah. we did not drink. Yeah. We drank a little bit to the point where I can anymore, I can like count every time. So sure. the first, so um, one party was <laughs> party where I got drunk on beer. I don't even know if I was drunk per se, but I probably was because like you know I I didn't drink alcohol, so I probably was drunk from Wait, beer. But, but my but my parents came. Like to, but you know again again with our disciplined like okay. boundaries of like stretching you know the limits, but then doing it within like a container. My parents still picked me up from this party, right? So like <laughs> it was like twelve thirty or whatever. They picked me up. I drove with the window down the whole time with my head like out the car, your head out like a fucking dog. <laughs> I was like, I don't. You were hammered. I was like, no, I didn't want them to smell the beer on my breath. So I was like, oh, oh that's smart. Know. Yeah, that's smart. Or maybe not, because maybe maybe it just blew it's all like the, just made the you look air into the. It also made me look crazy. <laughs> <laughs> then who, who who had the party the night? Was it the night we took SAT? Yeah. Okay, we're at this house, right. and I got drunk and told we're everyone I got drinking? like a seventeen hundred on my SATs. Parents were home. And- yeah, exactly. Yeah, nobody was home, so we were all just. But there were people at that party smoking the doobies. Oh my god, really? There Maybe were, there was- yeah. Okay, like in so the backyard. There's this crazy picture of me where I'm literally so fucking drunk, and Caitlin's seen it. <laughs> I'm like making like gun fingers like at, at the camera, um, and it's embarrassing because I'm, I'm, I'm like and my smile it goes from like my ear to my ear because I'm like she's literally like so drunk. Um, and then and then prom night, I think those are like the three times I probably drank. Well, in in with with high school friends, I also drank a so beer. You never came yeah. Oh, at Chippendales. Okay, so that's four. But we were we were graduate. We were graduated. Oh by my then. god! We were, Who, <laughs> how many of us went? Went? Oh, we have to tell the story of Chippendales. Can we please oh, tell the story yeah, of Chippendales? Because we haven't told it. We've never okay. told the, the story of Chippendales in the podcast. I feel bad telling this story. <laughs> Why? Why? It's so epic. Why? Because Josie and he has teenage daughters. I don't want to like scare him about like what teenage girls coming up. Getting. Come on, this was like first of all, this was like nineteen ninety. No, well, no, it was two thousand one. Two thousand one. 
and we technically were high school graduates. 20 years ago, bro. We 20 years school. ago, bro. We were high and school And it was in New York City, baby. Like, we <laughs> had access. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had access to go to the clubs and, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, what, well, what had happened? The underage was, drinkers. Let's talk about we needed, so we wanted, like, we didn't have to the be reason- 21 to get into Chippendales. So you no, can yes, exactly. But they didn't card us. And they if you card. remember, and we knew that they didn't card. That's why we went. But if you remember this, you all thrusted me to the front of the line to be the one to actually talk to the bouncer. So you guys oh, were I like, don't Mia, remember that. Mia, you go do it. I was like, okay. So I like went up there and I was like, me and my entourage of 10 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you said, I got 1700 on the SATs. <laughs> let me in. Exactly. And then they let us in. And we had some, I remember I had, I remember I had a white Russian. Oh my god, I ordered a sex on the beach because I was a fucking idiot and didn't know what else to order and I was like, I've seen this in movies I think this is a thing I took. I was like, how do they not know that I'm 17? They they know I'm 17 because I I ordered this We clearly were children We clearly were children We were clearly children I got kicked out though Is there more to that? We didn't get get kicked out You got kicked out? Yeah What happened to you, Logan? I took Sudafed before. (laughs) (laughs) I had a cold. (laughs) I'm going to pass out. I was like laughing so hard. At Chimineals. Or sorry. This was not the same night. This is the same night? No. No, No, they didn't. And then Julia was mad that we got kicked out. She wasn't. She didn't care that I was sick. I'm missing the interim part. So you you took Sudafed. So were you just like looking like loopy and really fucked up? No, it's because I took Sudafed and drank that I got really sick and was sick. Mm. So that's what I did with that. Yeah. Oh. Well, I just remember making out with one of the uh-huh. I made out with one of the Chippendales guys. What's her name? Was um, straddling one of them, too. Yeah. I remember and was there. God, yeah. how many of us went? Like 15 of us? Hence why I said, bouncer, here's my entourage. Um, let, us, <laughs> let us in. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> I just remember being very aroused. episode. I'm going back to the show. Oh yeah, let's go back to the show. I know we took a little detour to Chippendales Lane. But these are these are the detours that make our podcast our podcast. Like, but I do want to just for the record out. name that I was like very aroused watching Chippendales dancers like strip down to their skivvies. Ooh, I, I was not. I thought it was absurd. <laughs> Except for there was one number. There was one number um, that was to Nine Inch Nails, and that was hot. Yes, remember so- that. Remember yes. that? Oh no! Yes. No, it, it wasn't Nine Inch Nails. It was Bush. It was Mouth. It was, it was Mouth by Bush. Oh. I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. Let's yeah. see. What else do I got here? My so-called <laughs> life, guys. My so-called life. Angela um, Chase. One of the moments for me on the show. It was in the pilot. The moment that Jordan notices Angela at the in the parking lot or whatever, and Rayanne yes. gets so excited about that makes me tear up every time. Because, because it reminds you of those little so moments when you, when you have a crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the crush. It's the best friend, like, feeling it, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yes. And, and it's, it's not even like... When um, you have a crush. It's almost not real when you have a crush unless, like, your best friend is, like, validating, you know? Oh, that's so beautifully said. And I feel like what's what's amazing about that moment is that it's not even like he's noticing her in this, like, oh, my God, she's beautiful kind of way. It's just in a, I think I know that girl <laughs> kind of yeah. way. And that's enough because he he's like, that. he's like, I know that he says, girl. I know that girl. And yeah. I love that line. It's like, oh, he acknowledges that I exist. That's amazing. 
that's all you need sometimes. Can we talk about the Jordan and Angela of it all? This relationship is toxic as fuck. Like when we can. We oh my god, he's such a tool bag. I can't. <laughs> can I'm, I'm really that? the outcast of this group. I feel like just hating on Patty and Jordan. No, <laughs> I love Jordan. I just don't like them together. Like and the way and how she shrinks herself. Oh, they're terrible you know? together. Like it's yeah. just all bad. And it's sent horrible messages to women, young women. But I feel like it's very true to that experience. And I feel like we all share that experience. Like we have all had that crush that was not good for us. Where like we inflated this person to be something that they weren't and to feel a certain way about us that they didn't. Say a word. Say a word. You know, Mm -hmm. and you have to like grow up to grow out of that. I think we all have had that. That's what, what I love. That is what I love about make the show. Those same, what does it mean when you still make those same mistakes in your thirties? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Can't relate. I can relate. I'm putting quotes around that, listeners. <laughs> can so relate. Yeah, I think, I think that's maybe. I think that's maybe one of the most embarrassing aspects of the show is like how long into my life I've related to it. <laughs> like I watched it at eleven and I related to it. I watched it at fifteen and I related to it. I watched it at twenty and I related to it. I watched it at thirty and I related to it. I watched it at thirty-five and I related to it. Exactly. Taking it back to Catalano, where were we with Catalano? We were discussing the first episode. Like you hate Patty. I hate Rayanne. I hate Patty I, so you, much. You, you hate you hate Rayanne. Yeah, that's why I told her I was going to fight her. In the Rayanne email. Is ama- Rayanne is amazing. What are we... What is Let's, talk mean, Rayanne. Let's talk Rayanne. Let's talk Rayanne. First of, all, first, of all, first of all, above all else, Rayanne is gay origins. Period. Oh, she's such gay origins. Gay, gay origins, origins period. 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 Rayanne is a fucking beautiful human. Okay, we haven't even a- talked Ricky Vasquez yet, by the way. Oh speaking God, of gay. I know. Haven't talked Ricky yet. I guess just because Rayanne betrayed it was, it was, in a way well, that I can relate all, to. You're starting with the negative. Rayanne is a ravishing beauty. Period. Mm-hmm. Blonde. Sure is. She also tendrils. is she, just, she goes into the chase house. She's eating the cheese. She's taking the alcohol. She's blaming on Ricky. I don't <laughs> she like was her. neglected she's by her mother. She was tortured. The title of the episode has to be She's Eating the Cheese. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's my favorite. Know. She's I eating the cheese. <laughs> no. I don't want to be fact checked on she's this. Eating no. cheese. It's definitely cheese. I'm fact checking you. It's cheese. That is the title of the episode. Yeah, I just, but she doesn't know how to act because her mother is a fucking. So my theory is that both Patty and Rand's mom, I forget her Amber. name, Amber. Thank you. I was going to say Camille, but that's Sharon's mom. <laughs> so Patty and Amber are both narcissists of different colors. Yeah, yeah. Amber is is a more obvious narcissist because she's like swept up in her own life, like doesn't really quite have time to like properly take care of her daughter. You know, she's a little too into her own world. Patty is such a narcissist that Angela is like an extension of her and a representation of her. Like she represents how good of a mother she is. So if Angela like fucks up even a little bit, Patty's going to like crack down because it's like you represent me, bitch. You know, also, there's all this talk about how Patty was like, is like a ravishing beauty, which like, no, Um, who said that? And I, the whole thing, it's like the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, she was like, essentially homecoming queen for her because she was sick or something. That's right. That's right. Rescheduled the prom. She doesn't deserve Graham. Bullshit. 
I love that Graham is like another zaddy on our podcast. Y'all are like really feeling Graham right here. Graham is such a, such a zaddy. What? I was also feeling him when I was he rewatching was actually, this. I, I got a list of secrets. <gasps> I want the secrets. Logan, give us the secrets. Okay, let's, let's, well, one, Alicia Silverstone auditioned for the role of Angela. That's right. I read that. Oh. Which, but can you imagine pretty. that? She was too pretty. That was the feedback. She was too, yeah, that's exactly. Too pretty to play Angela. That's very funny. Uh, Also, AJ Langer auditioned for Angela. Oh, can't even imagine that because her performance as Rayanne is so iconic. Like everything she does is like the way she's all like, you know, the way she walks and like is. We couldn't have swapped the two. Oh, they totally could have swapped because Claire Danes is a fucking genius. They're both like it. It it upsets me so much that she was only thirteen when she played that role. I'm just like, how are you so good? This is very upsetting. Yeah, Jared Leto's brother also had a role on the show. Which no, no. Who does he play? He was in the band. He was in Frozen Embryos. Frozen <laughs> Embryos. Patty's nickname on the show or on the set was Precious Poodle. What? <laughs> what? I love these secrets Camille you dug Church, out. He gave her that. Okay, so Wait, Graham who- was one of the top 50 TV dads of all time. Wow. Um, Where was he in the ranking? Where was he in the ranking? Like 1995. I don't did know, they, but did they rank Philip him? Banks and Mike Brady were also on the list. Mm. Philip Banks is Philip Banks has to be top 10. Top yeah. 5. Top 5. Wow. Top you 5. Think- Top five dads? Philip Banks, top Wait, five. Do you think so? Who do you think? He was, he was wow. like, wow. He was like, he was like more, um, wow. he, he was like, he was like more like brute than like, like, I don't know that I would want that style in my life. He was always like fucking yelling these lessons at the kids. Like, I, you know? Wow. Wow. <sighs> Logan, what are, what are the other secrets? I already went through them. Oh, you went through them. Okay. Um, can we talk like Rick, Rick, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky? We gotta talk Ricky. We gotta talk Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. Ricky fucking Vasquez, like one of the earliest examples of gay characters on television and a queer on network television, a queer person of color on yes. network television in nineteen ninety four. Yes, yes, black. Yes, yeah. And well, he actually like I don't remember. I didn't remember that he actually like says I'm gay. And then when I rewatched it, I was like, oh, he does in the finale. Well, there's a whole episode where he's like, he has to like, like live on the street or whatever. Cause he like, yeah, that by one. By the way, I, before that episode is so sad. So, well, in real it's life, Wilson Cruz's father kicked him out of the house for coming out. And then, <sighs> and Wilson it was um, on Christmas Eve. And then when the episode aired, his dad called him. Yeah. <laughs> and did what? Apologize? What's the rest of that? Did he say, I'm <laughs> sorry? Like, Assuming apologize. He went back home. <laughs> He told him to come back home? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? That is like the sweetest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh my gosh. Tell me that episode when they go into the church, when they all meet each other yes. in the church. Yes. Oh yeah. Tears, yeah. crying, Tears. a mess, yeah. a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Do you Delia. not think Mr. Kitsimpi might be the breakout character? Oh, he's oh my also, God, he's such he's, a weirdo. He's he's um he's the he's, he's Meredith Grey's father. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. He's yeah, he's Meredith Grey's dad. Meredith Grey's oh, father on Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy. And oh. he's like awful. Well, as a dad, not like on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, as a dad, yeah. like yeah. 
But also um, I just watched some part of when they introduced Mr. Kandemski and one of the characters is like, he's so adorable. And when we were when we were watching the show, did you not think he was like 90 years old? Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember him. I did. And what's what's fascinating is that like between that and Grey's, it was like it's crazy. It's like only 10 years between them. Yeah. When you think about it. But that was like oceans apart day after day. It was like. But but to your point, Logan, like he looks hella old, like as Meredith Grey's father. And like he also looks the same as he did (laughs) in my so-called life. Can I bring up another character I would like us to discuss? Too. I would like Kuchinsky to discuss. Gay too. He's gay. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's gay. What, I would like Kuchinsky to discuss. Can we discuss the Sharon of it all? I I found myself bizarrely attracted to Sharon upon this viewing, and I was she's, very alarmed. She's hot. I mean, she's fucking hot. But I was also like, I remembered hating her, like when I used to watch it. Well, and well, with this right, rewatch, I was like, oh, you're supposed to. Where's the powerful backpack? Yes. Sharon yes. is that is some deep ass oh shit. God, Logan. Logan. Yes. <laughs> yes. She is the colorful backpack and she Sharon dropped that I'm putting that okay now we have three contenders for title of episode Sharon is the colorful backpack wow wow we got poetic on this only thing I would say is that we should call it a knapsack because I think that actually (laughs) I'm gonna say colorful backpack wait knapsack (laughs) because it's really the knapsack of it all you know it's, it's, it's like the difference between a handbag and a pocketbook, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, and, Did and your mom and, say pocketbook? Mine does, yeah. But yeah. She, my mom doesn't even say pocketbook. My mom goes, pocketbook. <laughs> like, hand me my pocketbook. <laughs> so, Sharon of it all. So, I. Sharon's so hot. I'm so She's, yeah, she's very attractive. But, but what I relate to is that falling apart of their friendship. Like, oh my God, we, same. And, like, we all have that of, like, a friend yeah. you were, like, really close to and then, like, you have this falling out or whatever. And, like, the moments where they kind of tried to come together to even talk about it and seeing how Sharon couldn't often even find words to, like, Ugh, express yeah. the pain she was feeling. I was just like, oh, that's like, what I mean. I was relating to her a lot more uh, yeah. on this, like, reviewing. And I was really interested in their friendship. And yeah. then what I loved is how, like, she and Rianne went from, like, hating each other over... Angela to like finding the commonalities between because like, they, they both have. love because they both love Angela right everybody on this show is in love with Angela Chase that's what I what I have to say about it Wait. it's pretty true <laughs> I mean it's pretty true <laughs> I mean even the crying like dresses up like her um for Halloween remember yeah you did wait but did you dress up as angela or did you dress up as angela cosplaying as rayanne because that's one of my favorite moments in the show her her little sister dresses up a certain member on halloween because her sister looks up to her but yes i do remember angela dressing up as rayanne with the braids trying to flirt she's like do you like have something to drink or something I die laughing. Oh God! Watching Angela say anything is really funny, actually. (laughs) Can we talk about like the the vocal choices on this show and like the wording of lines? You know, just like the the use of like. Yeah, the writers were feeling themselves. They were like, "This is going to be relevant." And remember how I I remember last week? I I like a couple weeks back. I like Googled it, and it was like. 
I don't know. I said it was like the most relatable teen drama on television at the time or whatever. And like, mm-hmm. it was, that's what they were going for. You know, it was like part of the cultural zeitgeist. It was. There's also a, um, we'll, we'll drop a note in the, in the synopsis of this episode to, there's like a, an oral history of my so-called life with like the cast and the creators. Mia, I have to mention there is major on the production team of this show. There's major connective tissue with the production team of Roswell. So I don't know if you've noticed, like, I noticed watching at this time, I was like, oh, it looks like Roswell a little bit. Like the lighting is really beautiful. And like, it's just very, I could tell like Winnie Holtzman was, was the creator. She also was one of the writers on Roswell and Jason Kadams who worked on my so-called life was the creator of Roswell. Um, Lots of, there are some actors in common too. What is everyone's favorite episode? It's really good. Logan's shaking her head. Pilot, I think maybe. Really? I did write. Why not? (laughs) Yeah, why not? Why not? I I don't know. She's still like blonde through a lot of that episode. For like two (laughs) seconds, right? Establishing the Jordan and the Angela. There's the. Is that not when she goes to the party, and she falls in the mud? Yes. Yeah, yeah. She falls in the mud. An amazing scene. And she's like, what date? Or he asks, he says, this doesn't feel like a Friday. No, go ahead. I I was going to say also the the episode where, I mean, this might not be a popular opinion, but where they handcuff, they get hand, she gets handcuffed to the bed. Because you know what is the parents, maybe now because I'm older, the parents weekend getaway really Mm -hmm. is funny to me. And then it's very funny and probably getting drunk. Yeah, carried out of the river. <laughs> like pulls her shirt <laughs> off like in the restaurant. So my favorite episode is Why Jordan Can't Read. Oh, okay. Where they like go to the museum. Okay. Oh, that's a good episode. Passing the note. Yeah. The, no- the letter. Yeah. 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 Jordan Kellan, a letter. Oh, I think you're going to be mad at me for my favorite episode. Oh, God. What are you going to say? It's Life of Brian, the one that's from Brian's point of view with the hap- the world happiness dance. Oh, that's, the, a, that's a good episode with Delia or whatever. Such a good episode. Yeah, it's the Delia Brian thing. And then Delia and Ricky have that. That, that moment always makes me cry when Delia and Ricky yes. dance with each other at yes. the dance. I fucking sob. I sob. I can't hear that song without thinking of that scene. Yeah. And then doesn't. Angela say yes to him or something, or he thinks he's going with her or something. Well, she assumes she's going to go with like Ricky and and Rayanne, but then like Rayanne is trying to like finagle something with the guy that Ricky has a crush on and the three of them are going to go together. So Angela's like, can I just go with you guys? And Ricky's like, sure. And, but Ricky like spirals and he's like, no, wait, that's too obvious. Maybe you shouldn't come with us. So then she's like shit out of luck and she knows that Brian and Delia are going together. So she goes up to him and like she rambles for a while about like how she doesn't want them to go together. And while, (laughs) but like she needs a ride, she needs someone to tag along with basically. And you hear Brian's inner monologue at the same time going like underneath all that rambling, Angela Chase was really asking me to the dance. (laughs) I just love getting to hear Brian's like neurotic inner monologue. It makes me so happy. Because he's such a weirdo. That was a, that was, that was a good episode, though. So I it's such it. a good episode when he goes finally an erection from actual physical contact. <laughs> I remember I that, that part. Yeah. <laughs> Caitlin, did you say who your Jordan Catalano and Krakauer? 
I didn't evade. I didn't evade. You know, we got caught up in other shit. Who's my crack out? Who's my Catalano? Who could be your crack out? Let's start there. Who's your crack out? Oh, I know who my crack out is. I'm more con- I'm more confused about who my Catalano is. Because like I had out? a. Oh, that's so true. Because he went to high school loving you. He was loving you. I was Wait, also I was also standing in relationship. No, but I was a dick. I kept like going back to like. I mean, if we're talking relationally, yeah, it was pretty clearly like was my Krakow was my Catalano because I did like him from afar at first. And then like something finally happened and it was toxic and he treated me like garbage. Like it it was he was my Catalano and I should have dated probably because he would have treated me better. But also I was at what's up? Yeah, it's impossible because you're like a kid and don't know what the fuck you want what you you want. Oh. As a matter of fact, the more inaccessible a person, the better. <laughs> exactly. I it's mean, like, you know. Yeah. It's like, do you notice yeah. me? Oh, I don't want you anymore. <laughs> right. It's like, are you withholding? I love you so much. Right. It's like, do you ignore me? I love you. <laughs> I love you. That's why I love I that. also love the um I love the betrayal yeah. episode. That's like one of my faves. The one oh. with our town and with Rayanne oh. sleeping with Jordan. That's that's big for like the cry. Yeah. Were you happy? <laughs> you know that's my favorite line. Yeah, with our town. That shit was so dramatic. So <laughs> oh my god, dramatic. speaking of which, there's that actress who's like, she's like a recurring character on the show who was in Lean On Me famously. I forgot that she's on my so-called life. Like Lean On Me like the, the 80s girl show? That they, like the yes. 80s they yes. study in the bathroom together? Yes, she's the one that they hug each other when right. Sharon comes in and goes, the copy machine ate our geometry midterm. <laughs> and then they both go, ah! Yeah, but but to your point, Mia, that girl was playing a high schooler for like ten years. <laughs> you know, proving once again, black, black don't crack. She's so adorable. I was so yeah. excited to see her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do we do we do least favorite episodes? Um. Oh, you know, actually, I watched it today. What? Well, we actually already talked about it because it's the episode where um, Graham gets um, Angela the Grateful Dead tickets. But it's also the episode with the IRS audit, which, like, as a child, like, I was already traumatized by. I was like, this is traumatizing. How to get out of that? Well, I just remember, I just remember, like, well, I probably didn't remember when I was 11, but in my early 20s rewatch where they're like, you have to keep your tax records for seven years. Like, I, like, seared that into my brain because I was like... <laughs> Because I was like, okay, like, I don't want the IRS to show up at night. <laughs> Why was that a storyline on, like, every show growing up? Like, people being know. audited. Because it's a like real thing. Show. It it's is like a real a, thing. It's like a sign of it's adulting. Still. Did the IRS audit you? You're an adult, you know? <laughs> Do you guys have any, like, any favorite moments? Oh, actually... Well, we'll see. We'll do that. And then I want to know what would you have wanted for season two? Because this show famously only had one season, not even a full first season. And mm-hmm. um, it did not go on. I would have wanted to see the rebuilding of Sharon and Angela's relationship. Oh, man. We're all like really pulling for Sharon today. Yeah. It's all about Sharon. Um, I said I want Rayanne to go away. No. Yeah. I know, I know, Logan. Like, 
What do you think they, they become friends again? Like, what is her role on season two? Does she just forget? I know. Me? I was curious about that because I couldn't. I, as I was watching the finale, I was like, I don't remember this show ending with them not like reconciled, you know, but they're not. They're not really reconciled at the end. I don't know. It is kind of impl- like Angela's softening. I feel like that's happening. But now you all need to remind me, like, what happened? Did she sleep with him? Is that what she yeah. slept with Jordan? Yeah. And and um, Brian filmed it. What? He didn't film them like actually banging it out, but like he filmed them like going into where do the they go? Car? Do they go in the car? Yeah, they like go that have is sex so in the car. Sad. Like like Rian is sad. Like the fact that she did that. Is- yes. Yeah. And that's what I feel watching it. I'm just like, God, they both just miss Angela and want to like be but that's close to her. So, that's psychotic. They're like, we it love her so much. We're gonna fuck each other. Like, what? that's what I mean. The show is like saying something about how everybody on it is like really into Angela Chase. You know, it's a mess. Everybody, it's a mess. Y'all. You're so beautiful. It hurts to look at you. Do you have any last words on my so-called life? What haven't we talked about? Is there anything we haven't talked about? We've been recording for well over an hour. Um, just that it was like one of the worst cancellations in TV history. My so-called oh. cancellation, you know, it was like, yeah. And to this day, yeah. everyone, everyone still talks about it. Like, and the fact right. that it was only one season was a travesty. Yeah. And I love that immediately MTV just like made it its baby and was like, we're going to run all the episodes all the time. <laughs> Because I mean, and all these start all these, well, not all, but like a lot of the actors went on to have really prominent careers showing that like they did tap into this like early talent and ABC was just too stupid to realize it. Logan, I have a question. Did the show end because Claire didn't want to come back? No. Um, so apparently also the first season was, I'm sorry, it was filmed over like two years, right? Because they kept having, yeah. like, interruptions. Yeah. Yeah. So the ratings Sorry, were bad. <laughs> and- but, like, Nielsen <laughs> should not be the authority on ratings. Like, clearly everyone that was 11 was watching this shit religiously. I know. They were going to get... They were going to stop um, the show, but then they were trying to, you know... There was a lot of noise about keeping in, and they were trying, but then um, Claire Danes was filming other things and she didn't want to come back apparently she's she's the one who canceled it i've hated claire danes all this time and i didn't know (laughs) (laughs) little women maybe oh my gosh little little women and then well romeo and juliet speaking of uh the chin the chin wobble romeo and juliet might have started during my so-called life because it came out in 96 yeah and it was only a year and a half after it was canceled when I debuted in mm-hmm. that's crazy as possible Ugh. well now I hate and now I hate Claire Danes great that's how we're ending the episode <laughs> does does someone want to take us out with um well first of all Logan is there anything you'd like to plug no but if it's I not something you work oh no go ahead sorry nothing about me but this show this is my favorite show of all time and it just affects me in such a way every time I watch it and I did watch another show a few years ago that also impacted me a lot, like the characters really? and every episode. And I watched it twice so far. So I wanted to, I wanted to recommend it to you because um, maybe you it? guys can watch it and we can talk about it. Baited Breath, what is it? Have you ever seen Togetherness on HBO? 
I've not. Togetherness. No, I haven't. <gasps> it's um, a new show. Okay, it's Mark Duplass, Melanie. I love him. Oh, I love Mark Duplass. Yeah. I'm Amanda Pete. I'm in. I love I Amanda Pete. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. It's one of those shows where I just like, well, I love the characters. I really, I cr- every episode of just gets to me. So I just mm. wanted to pass it on. What's the premise? Oh my God. Did you, did you That's get, great. Did you get, did the premise you is yeah. um, Melanie Linsky and Martu Plus are a married couple in their late 30s, early 40s, living in LA with two kids. They're going through a rough patch. They're, I don't know. It's, and then, I think it's Melanie Linsky's sister is Amanda Pete. She's going off the deep end, like getting older and not having kids and not being in a relationship. And then another guy is in it who's trying to become an actor and just. Oof. Yeah. That's going to hit me it's, hard. It's going to hit close to home kind of thing. I'm gonna like, hit oh, close yeah. to home, yo. <laughs> that sounds great. Thank you for the wreck. Is it, was it multi, was it many seasons or was it? Like two what? seasons, I think. Two or three. Okay. And, it was, and, it's and what, where is it streaming? It's on HBO. HBO Max? Mm-hmm. But it's okay. like no longer on the air. Like it's no. two or three seasons and it was done. Okay. It's probably like 2015 okay. through okay. 2017. Okay. If you ever watch Transparent, it kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm going to watch it. I'm adding it. Okay. Adding it to Q. Um, I'd like... I'd like to take us out with a rendition of the My So-Called Life theme song. There's no way I can do that. It's basically like, just like, the, like that. Do, 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 Go, no, the Doug theme song. The Bug Do theme song? I said it sounds like the Doug theme song. I heard the, I thought you said the Bug Juice. I thought you said the Bug Juice. That's what I thought too. That's what I thought too. Should we do the Bug Juice theme song? guest on the Bug Juice episode? Oh my so god, yes, up. yes. Let's do a bug juice episode oh, and you will guest on it. First of, all, first of all, one of my good friends, Lizzie, went to Camp Waziata, like in real life, and like knew those people. So we gotta bring her on. Oh, if maybe we, should be if we do a bug juice episode, Lizzie will have wild. <laughs> okay, wait, so you wanna do it? I'm singing, I'm singing bug oh, juice. Oh, come now. <laughs> come now. Come now. Right? She said, go now, go. Oh, go now, go. Go now. Oh, I'm saying I think that's now. what she's saying. <laughs> is it okay, come now, come? Guys, guys, what's going to happen is you're going to go, go now, go. And then I'm going to go, bug juice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Okay. Okay, wait. Do, 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 Go now, go. Bug juice. <laughs> you have to finish, bug You got to commit. You got to commit. Bug juice. Comes from who you are. You are. Yeah, I'm gonna rob the lyrics. <laughs> we all have grown. Something, something, bug juice. Oh, juice. Wow. I wonder what <laughs> target audience for this is. There is no audience. We've already established that. <laughs> oh, that's, that's my favorite thing about this podcast. <laughs>